Welcome to the PT Graduate Podcast. I'm Rich Ellis, and I interview people from the health and fitness industry to find out more about their role, get some inspiration, motivation, and also have an understanding of how to get into this industry, but not only get in, but stay in and flourish in this amazing industry. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the PT Graduate Podcast, and I'm really excited today to uh, to welcome my guest all the way from Hamilton, Matangaroa Flavel. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Kia ora. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. Um, <laughs> people may know that name. Is that right? You know, there's 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 um, you've you've got a sporting background that people may well have known or, or may know the name, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope they would, or maybe not. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was originally a basketball player, so. Yeah. Uh, former tour food um yeah. currently having a break at the moment um since you know building this gym of of ours mm, so mm. yeah basketball is my main sport yeah 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 and and netball as well did you do some netball yeah just yeah. just getting into it so um yeah, yeah. yeah i try and dabble in a bit of everything just to keep the excitement alive um nice. i played basketball since i was five so started from mini ball all the way up until wow. maybe yeah last year so yeah. Um, that was a, a good hobby of mine. And then once we opened our gym, I just needed new things to explore just to keep yep. it exciting. So, yep, got into netball, very similar to basketball, but, you know, obviously no dribbling or yeah. <laughs> anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, just just new hobbies just to keep, nice. keep things exciting. Good on you. Fantastic. Leading yeah. by example. Um, <laughs> I was I was recommended um, that we chat by by the lovely Nikki and... Um, I'm glad that she uh, I'm glad she passed that on because I've been doing a bit of homework on what you guys are doing down in Hamilton and uh, it looks it looks a little bit different to what's already out there I think you found a really um, important niche that um, yeah. is untapped but I guess before we get into that I'd be keen to hear a little bit more about your background so sort of where obviously you, you talked talked about you know from the age of five and you you that carried on that that um that love of basketball but how did that so what where did it begin for you and how did you transition into the industry and and what led you to that transition yeah so um yeah played basketball most of my life so that was the main kind of driving force for my career at the time when I was in high school and then um got the opportunity to go overseas and play college basketball in America right came back um and was just trying to figure out life after college and mm. um so then I was in Auckland for a bit living up there playing basketball as well but then I had the opportunity to get into the fitness industry yep. um and so pretty much just started there kind of inspired everything and then mm. I was at F45 for maybe like a year and yep. F45 at the time was you know it was booming it was mm. when mm. F45 was the thing it was a thing that people went to and it was just yep. really exciting and mm. I kind of got to see what the industry could be like you know and a way to support um Māori in particular yeah. and just to create a really cool environment for our people and so mm. that's where it kind of stemmed from mm. uh and then uh got pulled down to Hamilton to live with my sister she offered me a job with her clothing company okay. um which is Henny Collection um it's yeah four years old now so it's grown oh, and yeah. it's pretty massive at the moment okay um, so I got pulled down to work with her nothing to do with fitness at the time it was I think maybe like a social media I don't know what it was yeah. I don't even know what you call it now <laughs> but 
um so oh, social media marketing on yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay that. okay so i was working with her for maybe a year mm. and then both of us started our fitness journey of just okay. just developing um ourselves to become i don't know fitter versions of ourselves and mm. so um we started going to f45s in hamilton we went to the bfts like the body fits and yeah. stuff like that yeah. and we just found that there was no sense of community at the time for um for us and you know mm -hmm. maori in particular and yep. so we just didn't feel comfortable and i i know mm. that's such a normal thing in this industry a lot of people feel really intimidated when they get into a gym and we felt that so yeah um we just thought of the idea and probably crazy at the time because it was right before covid um and so we were like man what if we just created our own gym and just create a space for our people that so that they feel comfortable to go to and um create better habits for them and their whanau their families and stuff like that so that was the main inspiration of of opening our gym so then oh. from there we did it so Brilliant. it was a big help obviously from the clothing brand because the right. clothing brand already had a community okay. um, so that support flowed through to the oh, movement wow. yeah um and yeah so two years later so it was two years on monday oh, oh sorry brilliant. last week last week monday so yeah. um it's been two years now since we've opened and brilliant. it's been crazy since then um just to see the development of the gym over the two years and we're mm -hmm. i know we're still a baby mm -hmm. and sometimes i forget that because <laughs> we you know you start to compare yourselves to, to other gyms but yeah that's just how the movement was was born i guess yeah yeah so i like to play on words because obviously it's about movement but it's a movement as well right exactly yeah the movement yeah. Yeah. yeah um and you've 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 obviously tapped into something because it, uh, you know you've got a number of classes it's busy 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 and you've uh you know you've, you've built that strong culture and you've got a strong community and it's i think the words yeah. i found were one community one movement yeah um, it looks it looks like it's gonna take off i mean it sounds like it already has taken off but, yeah um, it's good it's awesome yeah i think um obviously when we first came up with the idea um we spoke to a lot of people um yeah. one one big person involved in that was our dad so okay. um you know because all of us so mine and my sister te reo maori is our first language right and the reason why we wanted to open a gym was again just to have a place for our people to go to mm -hmm. and so they feel comfortable one to be themselves and to even speak te reo mm -hmm. um and so my dad was the one that kind of pushed it forward for us and he said what's the what's the whole purpose and why yeah. Yeah. you know why do you want to do this and yeah. what's your point of difference because there's so many gyms in Hamilton already mm. um, you don't want to overpopulate it with the same mm. thing you know mm. so he said what's your point of difference and that was it is yep. one creating a space for Maori and Pacific Islanders yep. um, and two having that one thing that just changes everything is bring te reo Maori into the gym mm. Um, mm. so that's that's our main driving force and to be honest our first year of business was hard because yep. we wanted to just open our doors we didn't want to you know the fitness industry is intimidating in itself yeah and te reo maori is intimidating in itself so <laughs> putting those two together is is a big thing and obviously a lot of people will be like whoa this is just too much for me mm, so mm. our first year of business um we kind of 
we try to just take a step back from Te Reo Māori and just incorporate little right. things. So yeah. whether it's a greeting, numbers, um, yes. names for exercises, little things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but moving on to our second year of business, we really, we pushed it so much. And um, okay. all of our trainers at the moment, they all speak Te Reo. So ah. um, three, three of them are fluent, including, or four of them are fluent, including myself. Yeah um one is he's actually he was inspired to go and learn to deal so he's taking right. a full yeah. immersion course this yeah. year yeah. Good on um, and the other one is learning so yeah. i'm really proud of that to be mm. honest to mm. have those trainers and even to inspire one of our trainers to go and learn it for himself you know um there's yeah. a lot of people in our gym who missed out on learning it um and that's why i take it quite seriously because i was yeah. privileged enough to actually have it as my first language so yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely a game changer for us and something that we're really pushing now. Mm -hmm. That's phenomenal. It's um it's really impressive, and I think, um you know if you if you make that model work and uh, you know it's a successful business as well as the the culture and the community, I could see this thing you know multiplying and uh, yeah. becoming quite even an even bigger movement. You know, is that sort of something that you guys have thought about, or is it early days still? Uh, yeah, I think it's, well, it's a bit of both. I think, um, like I said, our first year business was just, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to open our doors and create the community first. Yeah. Um, but then on the other side of that is, you know, our Māori community is is it. Like, that's that's where it is. But yeah. Yeah. we it's not like we're shutting others out. It's not just for Māori. Sure, sure. So we want to make it um, open and comfortable enough for others who are non-Māori non and those who don't speak to deal to actually feel comfortable enough to come into it sure. um so that they feel inspired to get into it as well so yeah, yeah. it's it's really hard to try and find that balance but that's why this time going into our third year of business is mm. actually yeah just trying to master that and mm. hopefully that it can open it up to to everyone um but i think you know looking back in our second year of business it's we found that we found that people who are non-maori those who don't speak to deal they are learning it with us yeah um yeah and they are feeling more comfortable to speak it whether it's just mm -hmm. yes or no mm -hmm. or good morning mm -hmm. or whatever it is mm. um they it's do there. feel comfortable enough to do that yeah, yeah. It's, it's fantastic i think it makes it accessible doesn't it because if i wanted to like I'm, I'm not a speaker and i really feel like i should know more live yeah. here long enough but um it's that act i mean i know obviously i could go and find a course right but yeah. it's kind of a nice way in you know it's like oh well if i could learn a, you know half a dozen things and a few phrases i'd be you know i'd be on my way i'd have a little bit more confidence then i would go and you know maybe do it uh like you know one of your trainers immersion or, or yeah. part time or something you know um yeah but but but, but i wouldn't have considered it otherwise if, if there wasn't a gym that was helping me out at that do you know what i mean to, to start yeah. that thing and that's, um, I think that's right. when, I think that's when we realized that we're, we're actually doing quite a bit of good here. Mm. Um, so I think in the interview I mentioned, um, we didn't expect to get the response that we're getting now. Right. Um, because at the time, you know, Te Reo Māori was, you know, it was quite um, a touchy subject and a lot of people didn't, just didn't yeah. want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but with, you know, with myself and my sister and the background of, of our dad, that was that was something that we had to stand by and we had to push and so mm -hmm. um we've just yeah we've just carried that on for the last two years and the response that we've gotten and actually just seeing a lot of our members change yeah. um yeah. is really crazy 
mm. and I've noticed it a lot. So, you know, people that have, that just walk through our doors, you know, they're like, oh, good morning, you know, like not, not a lot of te reo Māori in them. Yeah. And then a year later, you know, you see them say, kikaha, like, come on, let's yeah. go, you got this, or yeah. kia ora, or morena. It's, yeah. it's just, even though it's so small, you just know that something has changed and it's switched in them to feel comfortable enough to say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I understand how te reo Māori is or can be intimidating. And mm. especially if you're talking to a fluent speaker, mm. there's a lot of, you know, like, oh, they're going to judge me or what if I say something wrong? I completely yeah. understand that. So just making the environment comfortable enough, even for you, example, if you came in, you know, you'd feel comfortable enough to say kia ora yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah. And, you know, how are you? Just something like that. Mm, mm, um mm. Because yeah, we do understand that it's it's scary and it is scary for yeah, for a yeah. lot of people. So yeah. that's the main idea behind it, making Brilliant. it a very comfortable space with te reo Māori and to exercise. It's it goes yeah. hand in hand, yeah. I think. Yeah, beautifully, yeah. I think. Um, and what sort of um, I've had a flick through the the website, but I guess anybody who hasn't, what sort of uh, what are the classes based around? What what sort of movement do you do? You know, gym movement. Yeah, so we started off around like functional fitness. Um, and then we found our love for barbells. So <laughs> we've gone we've gone down that lane quite a bit. So going right. down the barbell lane, learning more gymnastics, touching into the CrossFit scene. Okay. Um, we like to do a bit of everything. Um, mm. I like to see ourselves as kind of like that bridge between functional and CrossFit. Mm. Um, mm. We, okay. we wouldn't call ourselves a CrossFit gym at all. Yep. Um, we just love to do certain movements that CrossFit offer. And because CrossFit is such a diverse sport, mm. we just love it. We love it so mm. much. So we do a bit of everything, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, and I see there's a big emphasis on the kids as well, the kids' classes and yeah. uh, getting them involved. And, you know, I, this, that's so important, right? You know, just getting yeah. those habits in there early. Absolutely. And, and majority of them, uh, of those kids, their parents come to the gym and ah. our main idea was to inspire the parents to come. So a lot of the kids are new. And so yeah. our goal was to bring their parents in and then, you know, hopefully when they see their kids doing it, it's like, well, why can't I do that type of thing? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we just introduced kids classes last term. Oh, um, yeah. and those kids classes are bilingual as well. Cool. Um, because we know a lot of kids, you know, they again they're not fortunate enough to have mm. to deal around in their mm. household as a first language. So we try and incorporate that as well. So yeah, we're on term two, well, term three, but our yes. second term um for our Tamariki talk classes, and they're awesome. awesome. They're really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like um from what I can see on the the, the website. So you know, yeah. there's obviously a lot of fun element, right? You know, that's really yeah. what, that's what gonna keep kids coming back is the fun stuff. So yeah, you've got looks yeah. like you've got that nailed as well yeah yeah no it's 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 cool it's just just introducing them to mm. you know a new well i guess another lifestyle a lot of kids don't get the opportunity to go into a gym that early on in their in their oh. you know in that stage of life so yeah. hopefully yeah. it will just continue you know mm, mm, exactly building those habits early and uh yeah and hopefully that uh that keeps them as movement people for for the rest of their lives exactly yeah, yeah. just yeah. building that community really it's it can't just be adults it has to be you know yeah. going through the generations of families so absolutely yeah 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 no you've got a good good combination there it sounds yeah. sounds like your dad's a smart man he uh 
he, he made you think about that purpose and that meaning and uh you know why you were doing it rather than you know just to, to run a business and set up a business because yeah. yeah obviously you want to make a profit but at the same time it, you know there's obviously a much stronger uh purpose behind it as a result of his input and obviously you had some some good ideas how how did you um decide where you were going to place the business where you're going to you know locate the business um I think well what had happened was because at the time with Henny Collection so the clothing brand yeah um because it's kind of its sister brand we we had to keep them together oh yeah um so wherever the clothing brand went that's where we went and fortunate <laughs> enough at the time we found uh, a new warehouse and it was a uh, fresh you know big wide open warehouse and it had um the offices here and then the gym right next to it okay. or the warehouse space that was right yeah, next to yeah. it so yeah we kind of just plotted it wherever we found the warehouse um so yeah that's that's where we are at the moment we're still there two years on um yeah but i think with the space that we have created we're we're hoping fingers crossed that we'll stay there for for a long time yeah oh so, yeah you've, you've got enough capacity to be able to grow for a while yeah, yeah. exactly yeah nice nice Excellent. So what's happening with the with the clothing brand? So you are you sort of still you're still keeping them quite close to each other in terms of, you know, leveraging off one community, building another, selling clothes at the same time? Yeah, that's that's the that was the initial goal. And yeah. and mostly for my sister, because she is the owner of the clothing brand. Yep, yep. Her idea was, you know, she's offering the clothing, but what's the next step for them? And right. that's providing the space for them to actually use it use the clothing mm. so that was the inspiration behind another inspiration behind opening the gym yeah. um and so they do really go hand in hand there's kind of like no movement without hine or uh, vice right. versa yeah. mostly the the first option but um <laughs> it's yeah it's it, it will go hand in hand but we also need to remember that the movement is is its own identity as well yeah. Yeah, um exactly. But Hine is the the cloning brand. Hine is the biggest, you know, I guess advocate for for the movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a nice uh, nice synergy between the two. Yeah, yeah. So um, I noticed you had the you met you mentioned earlier you referred to the uh, the interview and um, the uh, the stuff article that um, was published fairly recently. I didn't realize how fresh it was, but um, yeah. So you you've been approached by um, by the media and they've they've been and visited and they've done some shoot shooting some 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 footage of there's a kid doing a like a big tuck jump or something in the yeah in the, yeah you know, there. um so it sounds like what is whatever what you guys are doing down there is obviously on people's radars if you're you're getting um you know shoulder tap for an interview and and yeah. some video yeah i um i think we we rely a lot on our social media because a lot of people are on right. there these days yeah and especially throughout the COVID time like that was our mate like our first option of of getting to people you know so right um and also like following on from henna collection that's also a big community online and that has transferred on to our to our yeah. page as well so yeah, yeah we do a lot on our social media and if you even if you go through our instagram you can just see how raw and real our, our instagram is yes. and we hear quite a bit on there yeah. um from you know how to do certain movements and to what classes look like yes. um but we share a lot and because we want people to experience it mm, even mm. if they're not in hamilton um okay. but if you watch our videos you, that's exactly how it is in our gym yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's great. But 
yeah, our our online community is massive. And I think that's why a lot of people are like, oh, you know, what's this gym and yeah. that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's it's worked wonders for us. And I know a lot of other businesses and even gyms work well off, off social media as well. Yeah, it lends itself well to um, to movement because you can you can break it down. I think that's that's one of the ones I saw you doing was I can't remember what the movement was, whether it was a, a clean or a, a snatch. But you you were you were sort of showing the component parts before you complete the the full the full yeah. movement. Um, yeah, very generous. You know, it's um, it's uh, I guess again, it's sort of that accessibility. It's like, oh, is that how you? Oh, okay. And if you do that, then that builds up to that. You know, and, and it helps people yeah. kind of join the dots, and then they go, yeah. oh, maybe I could try that. You know, so yeah, so exactly. great approach. It's um, yeah quick, quick. there's lots of more scrolling to do but um yeah <laughs> yeah i it's honestly that's that's how we teach in our classes um right, right. especially with with barbell movements like that it's very technical and mm-hmm. like a lot of people have different opinions you know you've got your lift, olympic lifters you've got your crossfitters yeah, there, yeah. You know? but that's just how we like to teach and especially with the genre that well sorry not the genre the um what is it our niche market i guess yep. the people yep. that we cater to mm-hmm. um that's how we like to break it down and yeah it's not everyone is an athlete and can get things straight away yep. it's that's that's not who we cater to so yeah, yeah. we have to break Correct. it down so that mentally that they understand they visualize it first and then they're like yes. oh okay that's how like you said yeah. that's how i do it or maybe yes. i can try it out now yes. um and yeah. because I see ourselves as that bridging between, you know, doing your functional at home, body weight stuff, mm-hmm. to actually going into a really hard out CrossFit, you know, gym. Um, we're that bridge between those two. So we mm-hmm. break things down. And so if people want to take it more seriously or they are kind of, you know, your athletes, then they go on to that, to that path. But yeah. I don't think there's anywhere that caters to the in-betweeners. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. who, that's who we like to cater to. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah that's great yeah yeah it's um it's it's it's, it's real it's, it's like you say what you see on the, the social media is exactly what happens in in the gym there's no sort of polished fancy no, uh, obviously yeah. it's nice, nicely edited but yeah <laughs> uh, it's it's what you would expect it's what you would receive in 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 the flesh as opposed to yeah. scrolling so yeah um, authentic that might be the word yeah 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 good word good word <laughs> um I see you guys, I didn't really do much digging, but I see you guys uh, use an app to, um, do you use an app to deliver, is it for booking or is it for um, other things? How does the app work? Yeah, so currently our app is just to book classes. We also have um, the class description on there so that they know what they're going into. Um, But our, yeah, we're currently in the talks of creating our own app because Mm -hmm. we, because we have such a, huge online community we want to cater to our our people who are not based in hamilton or those Mm. who can't make it to the gym in hamilton um you know we have a lot of mums that follow us that just can't access the gym because they have their kids with them and stuff like that so Mm. yeah currently our app is just just the booking process um but eventually hopefully we can you know make contact with someone who can create us an app that can cater to those who can't make it to the gym do, do more yeah yeah more yeah that's it. great so um is it you or your sister who's the the business savvy person or who do you who you both kind of pick those skills up as as the years have gone by yeah well my obviously my sister she started at first yeah. um 
And when we decided to open the gym, the goal was for me to take over the gym eventually. And so that's what's happened now two years later. But nice. um, my partner, um, he had experience. So he was a manager of maybe three step fitnesses uh, before. That, so okay. this is probably like, what, three to four years ago. Yeah. Um, so he had the experience of how to build a gym from the ground up. Brilliant which helped us big time mm. uh, because to be honest at the time me and my sister had no idea yeah. how to <laughs> at all and we've learned a lot along the way and looking back we're like oh my gosh what were we thinking you know yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of credit goes to my partner because he did build a lot of it um, he really oh. built the foundation and so I just learned off him for maybe yeah. the first year okay um, and so now I've taken over and I've yeah just I, I learned every day honestly and it's yeah that's it's not way. easy at all it's not an easy job to to do so um yeah i learn every day and i'm still well i'd like to think i'm still young so a lot of people wouldn't think i would be you know running a gym at this age and so i just try and do my best really with with what i've learned so far absolutely yeah, yeah. good on you i mean so it's a brave thing to do and it's even braver to do it um you know as, as, in the middle of a pandemic so yeah or the beginning of one so uh yeah good <laughs> kudos to you and, and everybody involved who uh, yeah thank you stuck at it and as you say it is a learning journey isn't it if it's not something you've done before you lean on those who know a little bit more and then exactly steep learning curve exactly. until you feel like you've got most things handled and then it's yeah. like right what's next <laughs> yeah exactly what's next and i think yeah. um definitely figuring out you know our purpose and what we're doing mm. that helps because mm. i can hand on heart um admit that there's a lot of times that you stopping compare to other gyms and yeah you know you kind of lose track or lose sight of of what you're doing for the gym and where the gym mm. is going and so mm. Um, yeah, I think that's where now we're we're knuckling down on why or who we are and what we're trying to achieve, and that's kind of helped yeah. us along the way. That's a good one, isn't it? Um, you know, I think not enough people do that in their businesses is to 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 sort of anchor what what are the you know what are their values or what's the purpose, and yeah, that's the stuff that um, balances out the the you know the commercial stuff. You know, you yeah you want to turn a dollar, but at the same time, you know, sometimes when times are tough. Uh, it's not a dollar that gets you out of bed. It's that purpose. Exactly. And, and, exactly. You know, to, to keep on keeping on to, to help the people that, you know, are invested in your business. Yeah. And, and again, we, we did get carried away. I still do get carried away with, you know, are we doing enough? Are we making yeah. enough money? Because mm. the, the fitness industry is just so up and down and it fluctuates year round, mm. you know, with mm. winter, it's, it's dead. Like everyone can, everyone can admit that in summertime it's booming yeah um, but it's yeah. you know how do you find the how do you plateau it for the whole year you know rather yeah. than just going up and down and so um yeah that purpose definitely gets you out of bed and it's um you know it's a driving force and it should be really in your business um but again that's just something that I've learned it's not something that okay. I knew when we first opened the gym yeah and that's credit to my dad I think because mm. Mm. when we first decided to open the gym he goes why 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 are yeah. you opening a gym and me and my sisters were like well because we want to you know <laughs> like, it yeah. wasn't a clear answer yeah but yeah. now two years later we have that answer it's mm. it's for mm. the pure purpose of having a place for our people and mm. and um using our language to drive it mm. um but yeah i didn't have that answer two years ago and so it's taken yeah. two years to find it Fair enough. Um, good. so 
yeah, you learn, you learn all the way. You do. Yeah. I guess um, having uh, Maori Language Week this week um, isn't necessarily anything special for you. You know, it's like yeah, we're already doing this every week. But does it does it have an extra special meaning? Is it does it allow you to do maybe push things a little bit more than you would normally, yeah. or how how does it go? Yeah. Good point. I think um, I put that on our story as well. And I just said, you know, Māori Language Week is obviously very, very important, but it doesn't change what we do in our gym. Mm. You know, we're already doing what what Māori Language Week should be every week. Like yeah. that's how I wanna that's how I wanna be in our gym, and that's how I want people to see us. Yeah. Um, yeah. I told our trainers, you know, nothing changes for us. We still do what we do, um, but. I think the one thing that we will change is just do more like yeah yep. you know whether that's speaking more to deal and explaining the warm-up or speaking to deal to a member um like one of our trainers who the one that's learning yeah you know this is a perfect opportunity for him to feel comfortable enough during this week to you know talk to someone mm, and mm. have a full conversation in Tereo. um yeah. and so hopefully this will encourage everyone to just you know give it a bit more Right. Um, but you're right it, it shouldn't change anything that we're doing because this is what we strive to do every week of the year yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. just normalize it um, yeah yeah that's that's our goal is just to normalize it yeah that's brilliant that's great I think you've um oh I was going to ask you so um I can't remember where I found it but it said um aka pep yeah are you asking where it came from yeah so what's, yeah 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 i was gonna that's yeah. so much easier to pronounce <laughs> yeah yeah so peppers i'm the baby of the family so we're a family right. of five five right. kids um and i'm the baby so my sister who i work with and the owner of the gym yep. um yep. she's the middle middle child okay. and i'm the baby so uh, um people just you know peepee and Tidio is is baby oh gotcha so my gotcha, family gotcha. just started calling me pep is just to shorten it even more <laughs> yeah. so that's yeah that's where pep comes from and gotcha. a lot of my yeah close family members friends know me as pep um majority of our our gym knows me as pep um yeah but yeah yeah that's where pep comes from got it excellent all right <laughs> fantastic um so yes what i was i interrupted myself when i was talking <laughs> <laughs> saying um uh, you've, you, you've kind of dropped in some of the stuff that you've learned along the way already, which is really good. Um, yeah. And I think there'll be lots of other people who've probably done a similar thing as they've, as they've gone on their journey. But there are some, some key things that you sort of noticed or come across as, as, you've, uh, as you've gone. And even, even before the movement, in terms of, um, you know, working at um, F45, things that have worked for you, things that have sort of you've gone, right, I need to keep doing that because that's a winner, or I'm not going to do that again because it's definitely not a winner those sorts of things that you've picked up along the way? Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing is uh, our community. So mm. I'm heavy on on um, kind of like creating that connection with people. I think, um, you know, when you, when you get a bit stuck in your own work and you're not really focused on feedback from the people or what they think and stuff like that, then you're just going down the wrong way because at the end of the yeah. day, your community is what's driving you. Yeah. And so um, there's a few times where we've just focused on, or I focused on what I've wanted or what me and my sister wanted. And it's not necessarily what the community wanted. And we've kind of just gone off the rails a bit of yeah. where the gym's going and, you know what the purpose is and stuff like that so yeah, yeah um yeah i think 
my sister has picked up on listen to the people who are actually in your gym listen to them get their feedback what do they yeah, want yeah. what do you know where do they where do they want to go or um yeah just so you know that you're going in the right direction you're heading mm, in the right direction mm, so mm. that's a big one yeah, um yeah and i'm still trying to master it because you know you're always just trying to come up with new ways to keep people inspired and motivated and that's the hardest thing i think for yeah. me personally is what's another thing like what's something else that can bring people through the doors or mm. keep them there mm. um so just listening to your community and and actually having that that relationship with them yes um i yes. always tell my coaches this like get to know everyone it's this is not a commercial gym where people just come in and out of the door it's not like that yeah, yeah. um we want to have relationships with our members. Mm. We want mm. to know, you know, how they're doing. What what do they do? Their mm. families. And like I said, it's a community and it doesn't just stop with them. Yeah. We want to bring their kids in, their husbands, their partners, you know, mm. it's it's mm. a whole whānau. It's a big mm. family. So mm. it's, that's a massive one that I have learned. Um, but again, still trying to master. Yeah, it's yeah. an evolution. So it's an ongoing journey for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, actually, because... Um, well, it's not funny, but it's um, it's something that keeps coming up, this community thing. And, you know, I've spoken to a number of different people around the country, and those who have got the facilities where, uh, the, you know, there's a number of members, there's a, a number of trainers, um, they've got a different flavour. And I was talking to a guy down in um, um, uh, Wanaka who sort of does the, the obstacle course type stuff, you know, it's um, every they've each got their own different flavor and their different thing and that's what attracts their tribe but right. you know, the ones that seem, that seem to really flourish are the ones that put that community at the beginning of the the journey for for the, yeah. the members and the clients yeah and it sounds like you know you're doing exactly the same thing and it's just so powerful yeah Brilliant. oh like i said the community the community itself is what drives the gym like mm. there's no gym without a community or yeah. else it just becomes a, a space you yeah. know it doesn't yeah. really mean anything yeah. um yeah. but yeah i think we learned well we've known that for a long time since we opened but we definitely seen it in our last challenge so it was our eight-week challenge and there were a lot of uh, like obstacles during that challenge and we we noticed that people just really miss the community the community sense of the challenge and you know it's right. just really that's when people just come together mm, you know it's mm, such a because mm. we have teams in our challenges and so okay. in that challenge you could just see that people just it wasn't the same right. um and that's one from us not doing enough to to i guess create that sense of like i don't know um i wouldn't say community but mm. that sense of i don't know belonging to a team or yeah creating that competitive environment where it was us against you and mm -hmm. you know that's where the fun comes into it so yeah yeah that, that's another thing i've learned is every challenge we've learned something and that was one thing people love the community sense of things they love it and they thrive off it and right. that's one big factor for people to come back every time yeah um yeah. and that's yeah. why we know that it's really important and that's why it's one of our biggest driving forces Brilliant. is that community yeah do you do you run challenges on a regular basis or how does that work no so we we do two big challenges a year oh one, okay yeah one for summer and one for winter ah. um that's because uh we just wanted to have a big emphasis on on each challenge and it's yeah, yeah. it shouldn't be um yeah we don't we don't really like the idea of having challenges constantly because then it just doesn't make each one special 
Mm. Um, mm. But also it's, you know, every challenge, you're just trying to implement new habits and hopefully yeah. Yeah. every challenge, it's, it's trying to find a bit of consistency in that lifestyle mm. rather than mm. cutting foods and then coming off, cutting foods yeah. and then coming off. It's, yeah. you know, it's just trying to find that balance. So yeah, yeah we do a big emphasis on just two challenges a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got our next one coming up in October um for summer yeah um which is which is usually hectic so i'm really looking forward to it yeah Yeah, it's summertime man everyone just goes crazy it's funny isn't it you know the um the the light starts to change and even before the clocks change you can start to see people's behavior change yeah yeah yeah. i need to do something it's like well where were you the last three months yeah yeah exactly exactly (laughs) you don't say that to them but you know what i mean it's um it's good to see anybody who wants to make a change but um it's 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 quite powerful how it influences people yeah yeah and that, I, I always look forward to summer i love summer mm. winter is terrible i absolutely hate it um i <laughs> it's really bad but i also ask some people like why do you get up at 5 30 in the morning it's winter like come yeah. on man yeah. but you know that's as a gym manager that's just what you have to do you have to encourage yep. and motivate people but in the summer it's not that hard to motivate people they just love it they absolutely warm, love it it's, so, it's warmer it's lighter it's more yeah. inviting yeah more inviting yeah. i think yeah. yeah yeah um well that's brilliant i've been scribbling notes in those last couple of minutes to um to put into the uh to the show notes yeah um and i'll add anything else in there that you'd like you know some socials and um and maybe even the link to that article so i'll drop yeah, all of cool. that in there so people can just dig in and have a look and see see what you guys are up to yeah um, absolutely if someone was driving through where would they find you how do they pop in and and see you yeah so we're based in tirapa so it's um yeah. right honestly right next to the to the base a lot of people uh, know yeah. where that is in hamilton the base yeah. mall yeah. um and we're just down a little side street and um yeah just you can just pop on through someone's always there or we're super active on our social media or yeah. email address so okay. um the women nz on instagram um or my email address so just my full name matangiro at the moment nz okay um but yeah we we love to see new people new faces mm. new people in our gym and mm. um we love to have everyone to just come on through and check it out yeah okay. including yourself yeah, yeah. Well, next time, next time I head down the highway, yeah, um, I'll make a point of that. I've got quite a few places to visit now. I've had a few chats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you been down to Wanaka yet? That would be a good trip. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got Wanaka and Dunedin as well, so I've got to do the whole south. Uh, nice, yeah. Southland bit. Um, I really appreciate your time. It's been fantastic talking, Pep. I hope I can call you Pep. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And um, and and thanks for talking, considering you're at home not very well. So yeah. Hopefully we haven't strained your voice too much or and, and, no, and no, no. less well, but uh, really great chatting to you and uh, and thank you for your time. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you for sharing our bit of story with everyone else. Mm. I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing um, some new faces and hopefully seeing yeah. yourself in person as well. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> at some point I will make a, make a mission of it. Yeah. Um, so thank you. Yes, and um, enjoy. Get well soon. <laughs> yes, thank you. Appreciate cool. it. Okay, see you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The PT Graduate. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five-star rating and hit the subscribe button. And I'd love it for you to share with your friends and colleagues so they can listen too. Cheers for now.